This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on people? Welcome back to the match preview as we look ahead to the game at Sellers Park on Wednesday night against Manchester United, the rescheduled game after the Green passed away. Massive game for Palace, another game to prove a point, another game to potentially pick up points which we desperately need at this stage. As always though, if you do enjoy the content, make sure to hit the like like button and subscribe to not miss out on future Palace content and let us know your thoughts ahead of the game in the comments section down below. Patrick, I want to start off with a positive. It's all okay. doom and gloom. Transfers ain't happening. We're losing games. We're not scoring goals. But in the last game against Chelsea, I don't think it was a disaster. Let's just say that. We created chances, um, which Kepa made some excellent saves to stop us from scoring a goal. On the other hand, you can also make a point that Chelsea did create chances and we were lucky at times that they didn't do better with the chances that, 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 that they created. Um, but, you know, for me... I think this is another game to basically prove a point, another game to potentially pick up a point, but it's going to be against very difficult opponents. But look, what's the one positive are you taking from the Chelsea game going into this one? Because there were some positives. No, there were a couple of positives. I mean, more than a few. You're absolutely right. I think we definitely created chances. Obviously, Olise chance, the Decore chance. I thought the effort and the fight was there. I really love the, you know, it's going to be a silly point, but I like the fact that Gehi and Zaha around Gallagher when he tried to time waste and pulling him off the field. Just yeah. that whole, you know, get the game going, that kind of thing. And again, people are going to disagree with me, and that's fine, but Chelsea is still our very, very good squad. Yes, they had like 11 players out. I was watching TalkSport before. They have spent in the last six months £500 million. Pounds. All right, I'll say it again. Ridiculous. £500 million. Pounds. That is ridiculous. So, again, to lose 1-0 to them, I hated the loss. But, again, they're very good. They're a very deep squad. They're a better team than we're, we're, we're going to be right now. It was a tough loss to handle. But, again, to me, we have to try and build on that. Yeah. So, in terms of, for you, is it the fight that you want carrying, carrying into the next game? Um, is there any performance or anything that you'd like that we've done on a pitch as well? No. No, nah, obviously, the couple of things, I want to see the changes in, you know, I want to see, I would like to see Hughes start because not just to join the bandwagon, but I think it would be a better upgrade than Schlupp. I'd like to see Edouard start up front because I believe that Edouard starting centrally allows Zaha to go left, at least to go right, and as they go in this, go as a 10, and that, to me, gives us a bit more balance. And if you want to switch it up and you wanted to, you could always put Wolf up top and switch him with Edouard if you wanted to. You could always switch Eze and Olise, you know what I mean? But having Ayu in there and Schlupp in there doesn't give us that flexibility, and it's not our best 11. 
Having said that, our 11 isn't that strong. But if we can put out the best 11, let's try that. So for me, I think Wilf out front, that needs to change. He shouldn't be playing up front. It doesn't work. And I would like to see him go up wide, which would bring back the Aaron Wan-Bissaka versus Wilf. Um, Great point. Thing again, yeah. which yeah. not many people might not think about, but we'll talk about Wan-Bissaka later on. And then also... With Eze, I think this is a big question mark. So what happens, do you think, with Eze? He hasn't really been performing that greatly. I would like to see him have another try, especially with his creativity. I don't know what other options there are. I would like to see him in that number 10 role. But realistically, saying that, I don't think he's going to drop Jordan Ayew. So in terms of players playing out position, do you think he does make them adjustments in terms of Wilf going out wide and Eze potentially going through the middle? So here's the thing. I think Ayu got a reprieve when he scored the goal against Bournemouth. With a game actually, funny enough, I thought as they had a really good game in, which is about four games ago. I think at this point, you can drop Ayu, put Zaha wide, put Edward up front. And it wouldn't be... Like, I don't think even Ayu could have a problem with that, just based on the fact that he wants to try something different. I think as a manager, you have to be able to drop players or change things up because you feel it's best for the team, as opposed to just saying, I've got to keep Ayu in there because or whatever reason. So I think actually for this match, he could make that change. Having said that, listen, Manchester United are a very, very strong side. I told mm-hmm. you many times before that I really, really, really rate Ten Hag as a manager. He's made Rashford better. He's made Mamasaka better. He's made Fred better. Players that everybody thought were going to, you know, probably be leaving and or might leave a United made better. So from that standpoint, I think he can make changes to this lineup in order to make us better. And I think going into the same lineup as we had against Chelsea would not be a good idea. Yeah, look, another change that potentially he might be forced to make is Joachim Anderson. And the question is, who does he play? Tompkins, of course, came on in that Chelsea game. But for me, it's not as straightforward as he should play James Tompkins. I think in this game, yes, I understand he has experience and he he understands the game and all of the other cliches that you want to put about. But for me, experience is overrated when it reaches a certain level. I mean, you can have good experience, but you also need talent on the pitch. But if he does go for Tompkins, I feel like he's setting him up, setting himself up massively, Vieira. And the reason for that is the opponent. Marcus Rashford is on fire. So you need pace in that back line. If you put Tim Tompkins in that back line facing Marcus Rashford, he's going to fly by him any day of the week. Now, I'm not saying Richards is the fastest player in the world, but he's 100% faster than James Tompkins. And Manchester United in this game, of course, Rashford is still good in the air, but my biggest concern is not in the air, it's what he does on the on the actual ground with his pace. So right. I need to see Richard start in this game ideally because if he doesn't start, Gahey, I'm fine with, but Tompkins then runs in behind, I think it could be a massive problem. And that's the reason why I feel like Richards should be selected ahead of James Tompkins if Anderson isn't a fit. But for you, Patrick, do you think if... Joachim ain't playing. Do you think he goes with that Tompkins route? Do you think he's going to be thinking about the Rashford aspect? Because I think he should. I think he's their best player on the pitch. And if you don't make the right adjustment, you're going to be punished. So you made a lot of good points. And I was thinking about what you said about Rashford. But here's here's my thought process, okay? So I watched the City game and Rashford went down injured right before halftime, got up, recovered, scored the winning goal. Martial went off injured. Um, for me, I would start Chris Richards, again, living in America, I've seen him play plenty of times. My only issue is, has he fully recovered? He had an injury over the break. That's why he didn't go to the World Cup with the U.S. national team. Is he fully recovered? 
And I does well I, again. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing this out there. And does Vieira mm. trust him? Having said that, if Martial doesn't start, you know who's going to start? Vut Weg Weghorst, who's six foot mm. four, six foot five. He's got the height. Honestly, having thought about that, that Martial probably won't start. And if he starts Weghorst, he's going to start Tompkins because his thought process is going to be that in the air, the challenges in the air, balls in the box. Would I rather have Chris Richards in there or James Tompkins? And that's I personally will still start Richards. But I'm telling you right yeah. now, with Weghorst, I'm very afraid he'll start Tompkins instead. Yeah, yeah, I still would because Richards ain't bad in the air. When he has he's played, not. he's looked decent in the air. And, uh, but, you know, some of these myths that we bring, uh, we bring right. up, I remember at the start when Elisa first played, oh, he can't do any of the defensive duties. Right. No, he right. hasn't played. So you can't say that he can't do any of the defensive duties. And as we saw over time, yes, he can do. And that's why he's playing in the squad right now. It's not a massive thing. And for me, Tompkins being good in the air, I think Richards can match that or maybe even do better. You know, there, D, is, there, there isn't I, a clear I, winner for me. I agree with you, but remember the Fulham match where he got the red card. You know why he started? Why he started? Um, Tompkins because of Mitrovic. Why the, the aerial threat? I, I'm, I'm agreeing with work. you. I'm just saying, it no. didn't work though. It, 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 it didn't it work because he got the red card. But my point was is that I'm just going with the mindset. I think he's going to go with is that the high issue, Richards versus Tompkins. He's going to pick Tompkins. I mean, I don't want him to, but I think he's going to pick Tompkins. Mm. Look, it's, it's an interesting debate. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below. But, you know, for me, it has to be Richards. And PV needs to take these risks because these players, some of these players that he's trusting a bit too much, they're not giving him the returns. I don't think James Tompkins, don't get me wrong, I don't think he had a particularly bad game when he came on against Chelsea. I thought he had a really yeah, solid well. appearance. Yeah, he didn't do anything yeah. wrong. But saying right. that, when I'm looking at the opponent, when I'm looking at the opportunity, we've been struggling. I think this is another good great opportunity for Richards to step out onto the pitch and show what he's worth and I don't think right. he can be much worse than James Tompkins but look let's look at the league table as we always do before the games are played um, look I said pre-game week 19 just like in our last match preview because you know it is that game that is rescheduled but in terms of the league table if we do win we could potentially go up to 11th level on points with Villa a draw can keep us at 12th and a defeat technically can bring us on to 13, but we, we, we've got game in hand, so we should still remain 12, even if we do lose um, because of the game in hand. Now, for you, Patrick, how important is it to get a result in this game? Because for me, and this might sound a bit crazy, I'm going back to the basics. Keep a clean sheet more than anything because we are slowly reaching that stage. We need to get stuff, we need to get something out of these games. It doesn't get any easier after the United game because we've got United coming up in a few games time once again. And then we've got Newcastle coming up. We've got some Brighton coming up. We need something to build up on. We need that. I know there were positives, but my main focus in this game, it goes back to the, the old throwback route. Keep the clean sheet. Keep the clean sheet, then build on that. And because Man United, they're, they're red on fire. They are on fire. They're not... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's going to be any easy, but for you, is it a case of, is Manchester United, let's go out there, let's see what we can do, and if we get anything, then great, or... Do you think Vieira needs to change his ways and maybe focus a bit more on the defensive side of things and make sure that we keep a clean sheet and have something to build up on? No, I think a clean sheet is very important. Um, I've never been a proponent of the free hit idea. I've always hated that idea. So this, to me, is not a free hit. Clearly, with our last three results being losses, and then you know we've lost four of the five since we come back from the, from the restart since the World Cup, we need to get something out of this game. Um, so... Defensively, solid will be very important for me. Um, it's going to be a difficult task because, again, United are a very good side. They're flying right now. They actually think they can actually win the title now again. They're back in the race. So, yeah. to me, let's just let's just try and get something out of it. Now, in the past, not so much under Vieira, but under other managers, when we least expect to win a match, we've won. That happened under... Uh, let's, that happened under Pulis, under Allardyce, under Pardew, under... Hudson, obviously, we always, you know, we beat a Man City, we beat Liverpool, we beat a Man United, we beat somebody, we would at least expected it. Am I expecting that to happen on Wednesday? Probably not, but it's something I think could happen, but it's, you know, it's a wrap out the hat type thing, but I'd be very happy to get what you just said, D, focus on defending, focus on the clean sheet, and that guarantees you a point at least, and then if we have to snap, uh, you know, get a lucky goal, I'll take it, but like you just said, to me, let's just f- focus on being solid defensively, which will help us going forward because we're leaking goals as far as that goes. And let's see if we can get out, go from there. Exactly. We, need to, we just need to build points or, we have to build uh, at this stage. Yeah. Just get points out of these difficult games. And right. for me, it look, it hasn't been working. I know there were positives against Chelsea, but just try to focus on a point. It's, it is negative. It is a route that I don't like. Even when I'm saying it, I don't like the fact right. that we, we got to this stage. But with the games coming up, with the games that we've had and the defeats... Just just frustrate them. Frustrate them. Get something out of this game. And it's, it gives that bit of belief going into the Newcastle yep. game. It's another game at exactly. home. And, if, yeah. it, and we got a point against them before. And then you go two games unbeaten. And it gives you, you know, foundations to build up on. So, right. yeah, unbeaten, we need to try build some bit momentum and consistency. So, I would go with a defensive route. But in terms of Manchester United, Patrick, the last five games, do you know how many defeats they've got in the league? I was, I, I was saying none. Or is it one? None. Yep. Yeah. All, yeah, all exactly. five wins. No draws yeah. as well. How many goals have they conceded? Well, I kind of told you this before, so you should remember. Yeah, I mean, the, the, again, well, I watched again the, the City game on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. In, yeah. Our, in their yeah. last five league games, they haven't lost a single game. They've won all five games and they've only conceded one. One goal in the last five games. They've, they've, and that was against Manchester City in the most recent game. Before that, they faced Bournemouth, Wolves, Forest, um, Burnley won, they're not in the Premier League, so I need to check that out. But I'm pretty sure they got five wins in a row. But look, Patrick, it isn't going to be easy. And and that's why my mentality going into this game is, all right, they're red on fire. I need to try to stop them rather than try to beat them and open up spaces in behind. But for you, what have you liked about Manchester United? And what is the most worrying thing going into this game based on what they've been doing well? What I've liked about United is the manager, Ten Hag. Uh, uh a team that obviously Man United historically, you know, good team, a uh, great team, you know, but the squad was not getting the job done prior to him getting there. He's made so many players better. He's made one for soccer better player who we were linked with, uh, you know, because he was, wasn't doing well all of a sudden. Now there's absolutely no chance he leaves to go to us or anywhere else. 
Um, he's made Rashford a better player. Rashford is, you know, scoring goals for absolute fun. Martial's now fit and doing well. Delo, who plays right back, has done well. Casemiro's come in. We, Casemiro's a, a world-class player, but Casemiro's come in and made that midfield ridiculously strong. He's made a player like Anthony, uh, you know, good. He's got this young kid, Ganacho, a teenager coming oh, in and yeah. doing well. It's ridiculous. It's I mean, so he's, and he's playing youngsters when he when he can. It's, so I mean, they're, and they're and they're depth. You know, they're squad with depth. And they brought in Wakehorse. Now Wakehorse, we all know last year with Burnley scored, I think, two or three goals. Didn't do well. I'm not going to say it, but we all know we all know he's going to do well when he gets to United because one, Ten Hag makes him better, and two, that you know he's got something to prove. He scored at the World Cup, didn't do well with Burnley, got relegated. He's going to want to come here and do what for six months, maybe get a contract somewhere else. So. Just in general, the squad's been made better by a much by a very good manager, and it worries me because they could probably rest players and still have a very good squad on Wednesday, which which we obviously cannot do. Exactly, and I think we need to be behind the team as well on Wednesday. I know, I, I know. Right now, we're all frustrated. A lot of negativity <laughs> of course, around. The yeah. is never nice. Uh, we need players. We know that as well. But it's in a home game. It's a home game, and we need to try use that as to the best of our advantage. I'll be honest. The Selhurst atmosphere this year hasn't been great. Okay. It, it hasn't felt it hasn't felt the same, and probably the results reflect on that. It, you know, if you have a team that's winning and people look forward to it, people are excited, right. you got something to look forward to. But we haven't had that this season so far. It's been too inconsistent, and maybe that's reflected. But sell us under the lights. Teams still have this perception, and, and Man United <laughs> are not going to take us lightly. Trust me, Eric Ten Hag will right. let them know because on our day, as you said, Patrick, before we can sw- we can switch the flip uh, flip, and then you know get into games and, and win games. Right. So so hopefully, hopefully we do show up. But in terms of score prediction then, how do you see this one going? You know, D, you had a really, some really great points about defensively being solid, but Anderson being out worries me. We just haven't played well at home. I mean, again, you know, we've got the Fulham loss, the Spurs loss. I mean, just of recent, the Southampton loss in the Cup. It just, and I'd like to say, you know, like I told you before, the last game, I took a nil-nil. I mean, we are home, but honestly, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. I can't see us getting even a point. I want a point really desperately, but I'm going for a United 2-0 victory, honestly. Mm. Look, I'm I'm always positive, but <laughs> there's only so much you can be positive with before it reaches out to you. So for me, I'm going for 1-0 United. Okay. It is a bit negative. I, I, I do understand that, but there's no point on me lying. I just feel like even if we are solid defensively, even if you do focus on that side of the game, it only takes one chance for Marcus Rashford. The guy exactly. is the guy is ridiculous. He's ridiculously on form, and that's right. what I'm worried about. That we could potentially give away that one chance. But we got we got Tyreek back. Um, that's a good point. Well against Chelsea. So if we, you know, if Joachim Manis is fit, Tyreek is fit as well. You never know what could happen. But I'm not really optimistic. But let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below in terms of your score prediction. How do you see this one going? Who do you see scoring for Palace? If you do predict the Palace. Um, goal scorer on the score sheet let us know um, that's it from me and Patrick we'll be back for the Palace News match reaction there's lots going on right now we never know what we'll be back for we'll be back soon but look until next time up the Palace it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.